This is Geek Gamer Weekly, episode number 134, recorded on Sunday, October 10th, 2010. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Geek Gamer Weekly. We are the Uber Podcast for Geeks and Gamers. Hello everybody again, and thank you for joining us. Uh, my name is Chase Nunes, and uh, as Joe uh, fittingly put it earlier in the pre-show, I am the great and mighty owner of the Crash-O-Matic. Owner of the Crash-O-Matic 2000, because we like it like that. Mm-hmm. So joining us on the show tonight, uh, we have a cast... Uh, that you know and love, and somebody, a blast from the past, and I cannot wait to introduce him right in a minute. But first, <laughs> uh, first uh, we go to the guests here in the studio. Uh, you know him. Uh, he, he's on. John, you're on. John? What? Oh, hi. Hi. hi John Kessler yes. is here with us again. Uh, and in case you didn't know it, John loves MMORPGs, and that's why we gave it to him in the lower third today. <laughs> that's <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally cool. Gay? No. The way you said that. All right, maybe I did. It, it is. Yeah, that the way you said it was a little gay. <laughs> All right. Who cares? I don't care. Um, also joining <laughs> joining us on the show as well. You know him. You love him. He's probably playing a game right now. Here he is. Our head Borg recruiter, Joseph Falvey. <laughs> Hi. Any any words of encouragement for any uh, wannabe Borg uh, recruitees? I guess you do. You mind call it. telling us? Yeah, just welcome to the collective. You know, I keep telling people that when I hear them play Minecraft or when they buy an iPad or you know any of those cool. Just got you know, quiet. real things that people. Yeah, it did. It, it got real quiet because I have the stupid sound effects on, and and now the sound levels are completely off. Which way to go, Chase? Yes. Well, it happens, and I, I there's really not much I can do about it. Ding. Thank you. Fries are done. Joining us as well tonight on the show, uh, he is. Fresh and and, and, uh, and there's a dog in the back. <laughs> oh, <Wrong. God>. <laughs> 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 uh, happy dog. He's so happy. Just I, we just see this That's dog rolling around. Gamer Radio. They're a weekly mascot. There we go. <laughs> Tika and she's passed out. That's too exhausting for her. <laughs> Next. There we go. So there's uh, Ty Caldwell um, from sunny San Diego. Not wearing a douche baggy sir- shirt. Nah, it's, they walk close enough. All right. It's an Obey shirt. So uh, I, I was talking earlier about uh, a special guest that we have on tonight's show. And uh, we, we recently launched a brand new section on the website called The Archives. And it's not a huge section. Uh, you'll find a very small link to the archives at the top of the page. So if you go to geekgamerradio.com, very, very top edge of the page, you'll see a link for archives. And when you go there, you'll see all the previous shows of uh, Hoser Chat and Control F12. And 
I did a lot of these shows. Actually, this whole thing started with one of my greatest buddies that I've ever had. And uh, he still is one of my greatest buddies. And he's down, uh, I think he's in the Oregon area, somewhere in the woods. I, I, I don't remember. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> here he is. You know him. You love him. You miss him. Mr. Kyle Rumley. What's up, buddy? Hey, how are you guys doing tonight? Good. And I think this might be the first time ever we've had... I, I'll have to check, but it might be the first time ever we've had you on video as well. It is, actually. We, we've experimented with this off and on for quite a while, but I haven't uh, actually seen it implemented until now. So this is cool. And you are totally not from California. And he's that not impressed correct. with I am video. outside of Salem and Oregon. <laughs> Where men are men and sheep are nervous. That's right. Oh, wait, no, that's that's <laughs> Newburgh. I'm sorry. I thought that I, was I Blaine, confused. actually. That's a, I thought that's they're a different less, side of they're the They're less nervous now that you left. Yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> or at least the ones in your backyard, Joe. <laughs> I have some sheep in my backyard. <laughs> Don't get them excited. I mean, uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, we're happy to have you, Mr. Kyle. Uh, what have you been up to? Uh, to be here. Well, well, uh, what have you been working. up to? What, what are you doing? Just working? Working too much, yeah. I work a night job. I stock shelves and all that good stuff. It's it's not too bad. It's not brain surgery by any means. But you're looking good. Thank you. Yeah, you're looking healthy. Good to uh, see you guys too. Got to get you. We got to get uh, lunch with Joe here just uh, about a month ago. I think didn't we have lunch or something? Yeah, around that. Yeah, dinner. Yeah, it's been about a month ago. Well, the, the I'd love to see you guys, but uh, it's been uh, difficult to get time off. So, well, uh, Kyle, we got to get you a makeup person, though. Uh, the sheen on the video, uh, we 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 need to cut down on that. Um, yeah, well, talk to uh, John there in the room with you. The the glare there is just as bad. <laughs> so, so you, Joe's smart enough to turn the lights off, so he doesn't have as much glare. All these guys have a computer screen right there. <laughs> <laughs> And in, in case uh, if someone's watching the video, uh, you, you might have figured out that I am not a Braves fan, and no. and uh, I, I got the junk. Braves. That's all right. You can root for them all you want, uh, but they won today. The Giants beat the Braves today. Very happy about that. On ten ten ten. Uh, so right now we re- we're recording this live. So if if you uh, watch us, uh, you can watch us live Sundays. At live.geekgamerradio.com, and we broadcast through Justin TV. And so right now it is ten ten ten, and it's ten oh six p.m. six minutes after the hour. And in four minutes, it's going to be ten ten at ten ten ten. Does anybody know what that means in binary? Joe, you really want me to look that up? <laughs> Please, o- only Joe could look that up. Yeah, go to your Apple website and then. Uh... No, sorry. They have an app for it. I'm sure. Yeah, they do. They do. Okay, so you wanted yeah. uh, what does one zero one zero one zero one zero one zero mean? Now, technically, I guess it's ten ten twenty ten. Then twenty ten is the so, actual hour. But so ten 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 ten. Yes, to the tens. So you got you got five ten, sets of ten. Correct. Five five sets of ten. 10 to okay. the 10 to the 10 to the 10 to the 10. 682. Nice. So, all and right. That's lots of meaning. Means absolutely nothing. nothing. Nice. And now on with the countdown. That's right. I'm Casey Nothing's Kasem. Nothing special <laughs> on the uh, Mayan calendar for that. Right? Get dumb on the phone. 
It's time for another edition um, of Kiki. Off to my left here, I have a small dog trying to bite the fly that's flying around the room. <laughs> so if he exciting. jumps up onto my laptop, uh, don't freak. Well, maybe we can get <laughs> your dog introduced to uh, Ty's dog, and then we can kind of make a, a matchmaking here. The dog show. Yeah, we can uh, well, We can make something happen. Is that dog female? Because if it isn't, there could be uh, 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 an issue. Ty, oh, Ty, but that dog you... is from California. Oh, sorry. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh. It swings both ways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've just I... moved into the PG uh, part of the show. <laughs> We're not quite PG-13 yet, but we're getting there. We're right on the edge of that cliff, and we just took we're the jump. Close. We're getting close. We're getting close. All right, well, we're 10.08. We're two minutes away from Binary Day. Joe, Joe, since you're on the Googles there, can you look up to see how often these uh, these dates occur, like 9, 9, 99, 10, 10, 10, 10? The next one's going to be 11, 11, 11. Yeah, I was going to say they, they probably occur every year in sections of about... Uh, Let's see, 12 years. Yep. No, that's not true. Well, well, what about 13? It's never going to happen again for another... After 12, 12, 12. Yeah, it won't happen again until the um, well, the 22nd century. But we won't make it to 12, 12, 12, right? We're going to be dead. I, I mean, according to the, the thing, Probably. right? Probably. I mean... Oh, oh, 12, 12, 12? No, I think we're good on 12, 12, 12. It's uh, 12, 21, 12. Oh, it's 21, that, 12. That, that everything ends, yeah. <sighs> Didn't they say everything was supposed to end the year 2000, though? Uh, no, just computers. Oh, okay. which I mean, obviously yours did, but everyone else. This is going to make it to the end of the yeah. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, twenty one twelve is just going to be a total rush. Really? You think people are just going to charge up their credit cards and just like, I don't have to worry about it. World's going to end. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm sorry. That one almost touched the excitement. That one just kind of went right over you guys' head. Sorry. What's happening? Yeah. What? What hair? What? Yes. What? What? <laughs> Nothing. All right. Uh, what's what's nice to talk about? There, John. What was I that? that? I was muted. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't. We didn't know that you were gone. So. Didn't notice. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> we, so so He's Ty, trying to get back at us for talking about his dog. Trying Ty, to get his dog. No, Ty's back she's, down to four she's frames talking a to me second. Right now, she's a, she's offended. She's trying to yeah. say, hey, well, why are you guys? Being oh, it jerk? is a she. So there you go, Kyle. You don't have to worry about it. Good. Uh, good. Did it hurt your feelings? It did. She said it hurt her feelings. <laughs> All right. Ty's gone back to four frames a second, which, you know, <sighs> it's okay. I mean, it happens. It happens every so often. So every so often. Often. All right. Let's 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 talk about some uh, some geek news. Top. Uh, oh, hold on. It's 10, 10, 10, 10. Yay. 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 Okay. We're geeky. All right. Continue on. All right. Screenshot. No. Oh. <laughs> 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 you said it. What the hell was that? <laughs> Do That's I not the kind of um, screenshot we need. Thank you very much. You know, I, <laughs> you know, I don't usually edit these things, but I may have to edit that. <laughs> I, the five second. The five you might have to edit the show. Ty going, uh, what? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Double rainbow all the way. All right. It's going to make uh, a map. So, <laughs> <laughs> I ruined Chase. No, no, see, this is what I can do. You can ruin me all you want. I'll just change the camera. I'll just put it on you. <laughs> and I'll be pointing at you laughing. <laughs> God. Uh, 
uh, whenever you guys want to you want to know the inside story on that one, uh, look up Jay Moore phone sex on YouTube, and you'll you'll see why. <laughs> it's all yeah, about that a, sounds like a great idea. It's all about a map of Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> You're right there, John. Yes. <laughs> All right. C- carry on. So, top story uh, in the in the geek category. Uh, New maps of Hawaii. There's this guy. His his name is Geohot, and if you're in the iPhone or iDevice world, you you might have heard this guy his name. And Geohot is a, is a gentleman, or actually, he's a kid, really. That uh, he's very very smart. Uh, he's a he's a good coder. Uh, and knows how to hack and break into the Apple OS, uh, iOS system, and give users the ability to go in, customize your iDevices. Uh, so, you know, there's always exploits that are, that are there to be found, and users found them with the whole jailbreak me concept, a, a PDF exploit that allowed users to jailbreak their iDevices. <coughs> well, Apple went ahead... They patched that, and then they came out with version four uh, 4.1. And so for a while now, uh, they've been looking for more exploits, and they found them. And so there's just been this huge controversy and huge uh, drama happening in the jailbreaking community when it comes to uh, LimeRain, which is GeoHot's uh, application to allow users to go ahead and jailbreak the phones. What's so funny over there? Nothing. No. Nothing. <laughs> no, John. <laughs> it's Ty's fault. Sorry. <laughs> Go on, continue. I can see me in the background on Chase's other screen. Yes. Making faces. Actually, you know, you know what I will do uh, eventually is I'm going to take a, a screen, another screen, and put it right behind me on the wall. So when the, when the, uh, the camera's on me, you guys will still be in the shot. Ah. Ah. So anyway, uh, drama story short, LimeRain is out. It allows people to take their 4.1 devices and jailbreak them to install custom applications and Cydia uh, to, uh, to do that sort of thing. Unfortunately, at this point, it's not, it does not allow you uh, to unlock your phone, but that will probably come down the pipe at some point. Uh I want to go to Joe first because Joe is our resident Apple fanboy. Joe, Lime Rain is now out. What do you think? Cool. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Joe. Uh, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, I don't have a, a – well, I mean, my iPad applies to that, but I have a, a – my iPad was um, – when I got it, it was old enough that it, it had a exploitable OS already, so it's already jailbroken. But, I mean, for people who had to upgrade or people who uh, are looking at buying an iPad now, I mean, I have to think this is uh, – should be something they want to consider. I mean, Chase, you've you've had a on on again, off again, on again, off again love affair with your with an iPad. Uh, are you going to go ahead and jump camp again and pick one up so you can jailbreak it now? You know, probably uh, probably not because at this point I'm I'm more thinking along the lines that we're probably not that far off from the version two of the iPad. Maybe within the next six months, and I can wait. I think I can wait for maybe a retina style screen, high resolution screen, maybe a second dot connector. Uh, that's maybe built in 3G. I don't have to worry about a separate version. I don't know. I th- I think I'm going to wait for the the next version. Did I just lose everybody? 
No. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're just listening to you. Oh no, that was it. <laughs> no, well, I mean, there's Period. there's uh, there's talk about um, there is talk about the next iPhone or iPad already. Uh, slightly smaller screen, um, and uh, yeah, much uh, slightly smaller screen with the same resolution or high resolution. So it'll be more like the Retina display. Probably not as high res as the Retina display because that's uh, um, that that screen to make it full size would probably be pretty expensive. And but I doubt they'll do a single model that always has 3G. They'll probably always stick with two models, one with 3G and one without. Well, you know, one thing to think about though, Joe, is you know coming down the pipe with the the new faster speeds. Uh, you know, 4G. Like John's got the four Gs on his Evo. Uh, you got uh, the new HSDPA uh, networks as well. In addition to what Verizon's going to be doing and T-Mobile. I mean, I know they're not on those platforms, but I'm just saying you have all these wireless carriers upping their speeds. I'm I'm thinking you you, you would think Apple's going to have a next generation type of speed device as well. Uh, you know, I would think so, but the four G standard hasn't really been decided at this point. Uh, I know that Clear and Sprint have sort of embraced WiMAX. There's been a lot, a lot of talk going around that they're going to abandon WiMAX and move to a different technology because uh, WiMAX isn't really doing what they wanted it to do, which, of course, means all those 4G devices that people have now may only be good for the next three to five years. So uh, we'll just have to see. But uh, 4G will be coming out with other devices, but it's going to take a little while. I'm personally more interested in the possibility of Apple uh, embracing other other providers, um, and uh, and releasing both iPhones and iPads with uh, data provi- data support and phone support for uh, you know say Verizon or, or someone like that. I'm just tired of the the way that it's all exclusivity with a certain carrier. I just wish I could have the device and pick the carrier that I want, kind of like how Europe does it. Well, we need to get our carriers to agree on one network standard in order for that to happen. And uh, thanks to Sprint and Verizon, that's probably not going to happen anytime soon. Well, you got to think, though, thanks to Sprint and Verizon, I mean, didn't they really kick it all off? I mean, AT&T kind of got in the game later, you know, because they, you know, they bought Singular. And what was Singular before Singular? Uh, it was AT&T. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Um, but yeah, no, I, I I agree. Yeah, they did they did start off late, um, but that enabled them to run out run with the same network that basically every other country in, in the world is using. Yeah, because they like it better. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's, I mean it's it's, yeah. it's a it's a much more flexible system. Uh, what both uh, T Mobile and AT and T are using. So it's you know time will tell. Um, those networks are really really successful in in Europe, um, and it would make a lot of sense if we could all switch to one frequency one network standard here in the u.s so that you could do that you could buy a cell phone unattached and take it to any carrier you wanted be if you're tired of verizon one day jump over to at&t and if you're tired of uh, at&t you can jump over to t-mobile and that would that would enable ultimate you know uh consumer uh, level uh, advantage but now yeah, it probably won't happen capitalism yeah that's the way the u.s works now, now kind of getting back to Yeehaw. uh to the to the new the, this news update you know the whole lime raid thing you know, now that there's a, an exploit and there's a, a way to get in the phone, a lot of a lot of people like to be able to do what they want with their phones, especially, you know, to get rid of maybe some of the crap that's on their phones that they don't like. Uh, I know, like I, I, I saw, you know, our good friend Carrie, uh, you know, he's jailbroken and he likes to go in there to get rid of icons and things that he doesn't want to see. He doesn't care. Like, you know, I don't use this. I don't want to see this on my home screen. John, I, I know you you go through this with your Evo. With uh, you have that great NASCAR app that you love so much. Oh yes, 
You just you wait, John. As soon as Volkswagen introduces a car in NASCAR, you'll be all over that. Nope, sorry. <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with the cars running. It's with NASCAR itself. Yeah. Now they now, all have an MMORPG app. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to play Eve on my phone. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, Kyle, you you have yourself a, a, a f- now you keep. I swear, every time you, uh, I, I'm talking to you, you have a new phone number. Uh, who's your cell phone provider now? This week? Uh, El Chipo Grande. El Ch- <laughs> Is that a carrier out it's of Mexico? A, it's a carrier <laughs> only out here. Uh, El Chipo Grande. No, I, I'm just using a track phone. We determined that we oh. don't use our phone and actually talk to people very much. Track phone's a good service. Messages. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm about as anti-nerdy with the phone as, I, as you can be, short of not having a cell phone, so... Well, TrackPhone's a good service. Now, do you have data on that? No, I don't need it. Um, it's just it's an expense that we wanted to cut there. So, do they give you uh, text messaging at least? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I do plenty of that I, all night long, actually. So yeah, because that costs the carriers virtually nothing. And yeah, I love and they how make they, a good tidy profit on it. I'm 6, sure six thousand percent profit. I yeah, saw. It's ridiculous. I, saw, I think we looked at that at some point in the past. Yeah, I, I saw an article recently about like the biggest ripoffs, and that's like that's like one of them. Another one is like uh, buying uh, popcorn at the movies. It's like another huge ripoff that they or sell. buying. Yeah, uh, but that's the only way they can make profit on some of those uh, movies. Yeah. So light yeah. yogurt as well. They Ooh. just inflate it with air. Kind of like light so beer. You're, yeah, you're, you're yeah. buying more light beer. Taste buying less. Yeah. I like light beer. Yeah, yeah. There's that, that commercial. <laughs> there's that, that commercial Offer like pot. light beer. You know, like stop being such a such a, a drama queen. Or have you guys seen those commercials with no. the the man purses? And yeah, stuff? yeah. The man person. You know, you got a yeah. Stuck weren't, up they, your ass. Uh, weren't they Giants fans? Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. What, what's your favorite oh. team there, Kyle? Yeah, what was my team? Yeah, what's your uh, team? Mariners. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. And the suck. Yes, they suck. How many games <laughs> did they win this year? That's right, sixty-one. <laughs> Six, none. <laughs> Might as well. Huh? Yes. Yeah. Sorry. That's all right. That's all right. How well, about them, uh, how about them uh, Bears? Yeah, we'll go with Dub that. Bears. Dub how about bears. those? How about those Niners? Oh boy. This, yeah, they suck. Did the Seahawks oh. win today? I didn't even know. A uh, check. Did they win? Oh wait, they have a they have a bye week this week. Never mind. Yeah, that's the only way they can win. It's kind of like Seattle. <laughs> Winner. <laughs> you don't have to play. Okay. So there you go. Lime Rain is out right now. If you guys uh, have a phone, uh, an iDevice, a uh, 3GS, iPod Touch 3G, iPad, iPhone 4, and iPod Touch 4G, uh, you can do it. Uh, remember, you're doing it at your own risk, and Apple says you're voiding your warranty. Uh, but if you do want to go ahead and jailbreak, you can head to LimeRain.com and replace the I and Rain with the number one. So it's LimeRA1N.com. And if you forget, we'll have a link in our show notes at GeekGamerRadio.com. Um, in another huge, huge story, in case you guys didn't know, the iPhone is coming to Verizon. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so this has been the rumor year after year after year. However, uh, today, uh, actually last week, the Wall Street Journal reported that Apple will begin production on a Verizon-compatible phone by the end of the year. Now, the, the Wall Street Journal doesn't usually post rumors unless they're pretty pretty concrete. Uh, but I, I really want to know what you guys think about the possibility of the iPhone coming out on Verizon. 
Uh, Ty, what do you think? Uh, I think just like a lot of people, I, I, I'm pretty skeptical, to be honest. Um, I think it would be okay. I, could, I mean, I don't know much about Verizon's service more than the fact that I think that the, don't they have like one of the, the, the most broad uh, service ranges where you can pretty much have service anywhere. But as far as that, I don't know. I, I like the idea of it of the iPhone being available for other uh, services other than just AT and T. God. Yeah, yeah. Because AT and T is such a great, great carrier. Yeah, that, I mean that, that's about it. As long as <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all about letting letting other people enjoy a great product, and not have to break their contracts to do so. Well, you know, Apple's just made so much money on this exclusivity. Um, you know, with AT and T, it's not even funny. Well, so, so is AT and T. True, true, but but they they've also paid uh, in the whole um, network, and you know the network's struggling because so many people have these devices, and there's so many people that are saturating the network in a lot of major cities. I mean, just try going online with an iPhone at a major event. Forget about it. Forget about it. If you have a some, yeah. if you have a different carrier, you're you're fine. Um, what do you think about this, Kyle? Uh, the possibility uh, the of the only yeah, rumor I found that was concrete, like it was Jimmy Hoffa's special shoes. So <laughs> I'm really not sure <laughs> if uh, you know. I think Joe would probably agree that Apple rumors are a dime a dozen, and some of them may be more concrete than others. But how many? What percentage of them actually pan out? Would I like to see him on a different network? Well, yeah, it'd be kind of cool, but it personally, it doesn't really affect me. But um, you know, it'd be nice to see it. I mean, uh, my the retailer I work for will sell it just like everything else. So yeah, Joe, what do you think? Well, um, I have two Thanks, things Joe, about for this. that. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, I have two two possible things on this. One, I think it's cool. I think it'd be great if it happens. And about it being a rumor, yeah, I'm pretty skeptical about it, too, because this has been around for a while. It's always never come out. But rumors that last as long as this one has, with Apple's history at least, tend to end up becoming true eventually. It just takes a while. Um, I mean, people talked about having the iPad, you know, three, four years ago. They said, oh, Apple's going to come out with this this touchscreen, you know, giant version of the iPhone or the iPod Touch. And it's going to happen. And everybody's like, yeah, sure, sure, it's going to happen, whatever. But the rumor just never died. And finally, it came out. Well, maybe is so, it to the point to where you know the, the Apple goes, "Hey, you know that actually sounds like a pretty uh, good idea. Maybe we should do that." <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know what, whether the rumor creates the device or the device creates the rumor. It doesn't really matter as long as it happens, sure. right? That's true. Um, so, uh, I have a feeling there's some truth to this that Apple at least has developed a version of the iPhone that'll, iPhone that'll work on other networks. Whether that device will ever see the light of day, at least in a consumer's hands, that's a different story. If it does, though, there's a really interesting question that somebody raised about this. If, if Apple releases in February an iPhone 4 for the Verizon, for the Verizon network, do you think Verizon will get the white iPhone 4 before AT&T does? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. That but would be interesting. That, that, I think it would be really funny. I mean, I'm waiting for the, for the white iPhone 4, but with these rumors of Verizon, maybe I should just wait another four months and... Uh, then I don't have to worry about AT&T and, and the wonderfulness all the phones, that is AT&T. The white phones will be Verizon. 
AOA can um, yeah, I'll just port my phone over to Verizon and, and be done with it. Yeah, but but then you know you're gonna have this max mass exodus of people that will jump ship and head over uh, to uh, Verizon, and then their network's gonna go to crap, right? Well, I don't know because people who bought the iPhone four and bought it as as a contract extension um, are probably gonna stay with the AT and T because they don't want to have to deal with the rather large uh, um, ETF. So if the only the people who are already out of contract are likely to pick up the Ryzen phone. That means for at least a year, we should be okay. And there's a lot of people who actually are satisfied with AT&T that don't have a big problem with it. It's just that most tech people do have a problem with it. Yeah. So, and I've had Verizon before. I had an old uh, StarTac uh, phone from Verizon. <laughs> oh, my God. I had great service on it. So, yeah, that was analog, though, StarTac. Star Come on. Oh, no, no, no. Mine was the, the first uh, quad-band digital phone. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah, no, it was it was it was analog and digital. Ooh, <laughs> yep. I had great service with it. Though. I, I had no problems. The only reason I moved away from Verizon was because the rest of my family moved away, and uh, I we were on a family plan. John John had a one of those. Remember those big cell phone units that you carry like a purse with a battery pack. John John had one of those. Carry Never. like a purse or in hey, your purse. Hey, you guys, you guys. John's not the only one in this group to have had one of those. Hey, yes. Kyle. <laughs> hey, now. Chase hey, had now. one. No. You leave John a nice purse out of this. <laughs> okay. Okay, I liked it. Uh, it was great. And you could beat people with it. Yeah, it was a, a personal <laughs> security device. And you could be out in the middle of Montana, and you would get reception no matter what. <laughs> no, Full bars. You would get no reception. And no, just kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's pretty cool. Um, hey, I don't know if you guys heard about this. Last week there was a huge rumor. Stocks were were changing numbers. We don't. I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but uh, there was there were rumors, more rumors that Microsoft was thinking about picking up a little company called Adobe. Uh, stocks went up uh, on the Adobe side uh, because of this. And uh, stocks fell on the Microsoft, on the, on the side. Microsoft side. Well, t- <laughs> typically, when a company is buying another company, the buying company's stock is going down a little. It goes down a little bit on the announcement, and the the company that's being bought is going up. And that's just the way it works. Uh, but uh, obviously, a lot of people who use Adobe products on the Apple side are worried that if this happened, that oh my God, Microsoft is now not going to allow Adobe products on the Apple platform. Uh, even though Apple only accounts for, what, 8% of overall computer usage. But as I digress, what do you guys think of this? Uh, Ty, you, you sent me the story, so you got to have some opinion. What do you think? Um, well, I the, my original thought was that, oh, God, uh, I, I, I'm a designer, obviously, and I work in the... the uh, um, advertising field, so there's all of our products that we use as a standard are pretty much Adobe products. So um, my first thought was, you know, just ignorantly that oh no, they might not allow it, you to use it on a Mac anymore. But I doubt that's going to be the case. But it would just even even the thought of Microsoft getting a hold of of a product of software that's considered good software is just. Um, it, you know, makes makes me feel not nauseous again, and not feel good. All right, well, we're gonna have to excuse Ty now. Um, yeah, he's, he's gonna go play with his dog and throw up. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe, uh, our other resident Apple uh, 
user. What do you think, man? Uh, well, you know, I was actually, I, I've never been a big fan of Adobe. Um, I liked, back when I was doing a lot more web stuff, I actually really liked Macromedia's products, which Adobe ended up buying, so I was never happy about right. it. Um, you know, I mean, I still think Dreamweaver is the best uh, web development tool uh, for just straight HTML and, and even more advanced than that now um, mm-hmm. out there. But, uh, you know, if this happens, it'll be interesting. I'll, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, I just real quick did a couple searches, and I found out, found this uh, this article from Adobe back in 97. It was a little bit old now. But uh, it, it said it was for the first time in its 15-year history, Adobe Systems last week announced that its sales of Windows application edged out its Mac applications. So back in 97, Adobe sold more product to Mac or to Apple users and Mac users than they did to Windows users or wow. just before then. Um, I know that Apple represents a huge percentage of their market because they've been supporting them so well. So, you know, they may not be, you know, 50% like they were back in 97, but they're certainly going to be in the in the 30% range would be my guess, 20 to 30%. Here's why Microsoft wants to buy Adobe. They, they want to buy Adobe because they want to incorporate PDFs into, by default in Windows, you see. So you don't have to download the stupid reader. Yeah, well, that's the I, reason. No, that's a stupid reason. Apple already does that. A PDF yeah. is a more or less open format. I think the yeah. reason that they gave why they want it, why they think they should join, is they are tr- worried about Apple's dominance of the smartphone market, and they want to they want to join up to to avoid this this issue, especially because Apple's going around saying Flash sucks, Flash sucks, everybody should stop using Flash. And evidence has come out on, on even some of the Android phones that maybe Apple's right. Flash is not that great a, great a platform on a mobile phone. Right. Um, what I think is interesting about this is Microsoft and Adobe are talking about joining up. If Microsoft and Adobe join up to combat Apple, I think Google's going to come out and surprise everybody and, uh, and just end up being the, the dominant platform in the long run. Mm-hmm. I, I hate to say it because I am an Apple supporter, but um, it wouldn't surprise me at all if that's the way things end up going. Uh, you know, in the next 10 years, say. Yeah. Kyle, uh, a- any opinions uh, from your perspective? Uh, not really. I don't, this doesn't really affect me personally, so I really don't have much to say specifically on this one. Do you like how Microsoft is being a little bit of a bully and jumping in there going, hey, um, I might I'm buy not you? shocked. I'm really not. Um, I agree with Joe on, on this particular subject because, one, he's a, uh, you know, he's an Apple nerd, but uh, <laughs> the other one is, is the truth uh, be known. I mean, Microsoft's a big company. Adobe's fairly big, too, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, Adobe no. is I mean, relatively large, yeah. And if you look at stock, uh, and I know someone who happens to own some Apple stock, who might, you know, personally, uh, yeah, uh, Apple's getting to be pretty big, too, for their bridges, so you know what? Yeah, Bill Gates. So, <laughs> yeah. Bob Saget. So, Bob Saget, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure where it's headed, but, uh, you know, uh, you know, don't use Flash and use this and use that. And, well, you know what? It'll 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 flat flush out. Hey, I'm not it, too worried about it. Yeah, I think the bigger picture is more of just, I think, that Microsoft is just, they're just failing at so much. And that's like one of the, I feel like it, uh, Adobe's software is just becoming so much just more proven over and over and over again and microsoft is trying to i think they're just trying to get their reputation to kind of look a little bit better and and i think i i do agree with with joe and and you chase about them trying to head in that direction to compete with apple 
Well, you you look at how Google and, and how they have tried to expand themselves, and they go out and buy little companies that help enhance what they do. And so you see Microsoft here going, well, crap. You know, we're we're kind of sitting in neutral. We we need to make a move. Uh, you know, so they're making a move in the mobile uh, mobile side. You know, with Windows Phone Seven that's coming out here very soon. And so they're and they're very big into offering developers uh, a large library of tools for free to get people to develop for their phone and applications and that sort of thing. So you see what Adobe does for for the Apple iPhone, and maybe Microsoft's thinking, "Hey, we can help use Adobe to help create tools for us and help expand our portfolio when it comes to the mobile space." And so I don't think this is necessarily a bad thing. I think some of the fears. You know of Microsoft and how they used to be, you know, big Microsoft. I don't think they're they're that way much anymore. I mean, they have a lot of capital, they have a lot of money to go out there. And I, you know, if I was a stockholder of Microsoft, I would be like, you know, hey, you know, this is good. Go out there, spend some money, and make yourself better. And at least they're trying to make themselves better by going out there and, and getting something that is good. I don't think this is necessarily a bad thing. I mean, it just kind of, kind of, you know, make uh, it lets them branch out, right? Right. I think the biggest thing is that it's it, people don't know what it means or what their intentions are, and I think that's the biggest part of the whole story is that people are, are assuming one thing or another thing, and nobody really knows, and so that's why it's a big story is that that it's even a rumor that Microsoft wants to pick up Adobe. And so that gets people gets people thinking why you know. Yeah. Well, the deal, get this, could be worth as possible as high as possibly twenty million dollars. Does not surprise not me even one a billion. Bit. Not even a bill. Twenty. Twenty billion. If oh, it's not like you said million. Actually, no, twenty billion. That's because I heard yeah, million. Yeah, it's nuts. So, okay. so there you go. Remember, that's just a rumor. Just like the iPhone coming out of Verizon, just a rumor. Uh, another uh, another neat little story. I don't know if you guys caught this, uh, but Netflix, you know, they're they're out there and they're they're pushing the big streaming thing, and uh, you know, there was a question that was asked to a new website called uh, Qora, which is I guess just like a question and answer website. But a question was asked: How much does Netflix spend on postage per per each year? Now I know you guys probably all did. You guys all see this article already? Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. so I can't ask the question. How much do you think it is? Did I, didn't, I didn't look at it. Personally. All right, so how much do you think, Ty? How much do you think Netflix spends each year on postage? Oh, God, I have no idea. Do they do, they do the... Um do they ship in the one size? Yeah, you know, yeah, it's a prepaid they, they use a prepaid envelope through the United States Postal Service. <laughs> to pre- the every anything else? Ah, oh, uh, jeez. Uh, let me guess. Uh, God, at least ten or twenty thousand dollars a year. Wait, twenty thousand uh, dollars for all of Netflix? Maybe at least fifteen dollars a month. <laughs> at least what? At least uh, I don't know. Maybe exactly what did you put in the drink that you've been drinking? <laughs> at least twenty. At least twenty or thirty dollars a month. In in at one least. town. What? At least. What? At least. What? I'm just saying at least. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Well, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, that's to Ty's house. No, I'm not saying it, it no, could no. be. Hold I'm on, not hold saying on. it's less. I just hold know on. that it's All right, hold at on. least. Hold on. Let me, let me re-ask the question. Make it fair for Ty. Maybe he didn't no, understand just, the question. I'm just saying. They could, I don't know. This could be million. I'd say $200 million uh, uh, and so far, I would say. 
My head hurts. Okay. The correct answer is they spend about $600 million a year on postage. And that's too far. Yeah. Uh, and that actually came directly uh, from CEO Reed Hastings. So he actually went onto this website, Qora, and answered the question how much they spend on Netflix each year. So you could probably see why Netflix wants to move to the streaming platform because they would rather spend six hundred yeah, but- million a year on servers. Right. Can, and can I add a network. little bit to this? Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Uh, the uh, price hike for the U.S. Postal Service could cost them another fifty million dollars a year. And that's one of the reasons that they're throwing a lot of money at that advertising for the like the Wii and the other platforms. Yeah, it's a direct answer. Well, you so, know, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, does this mean how much of the U.S. Postal Service revenue is being derived from <laughs> <laughs> Netflix? That's a very good point. They're still losing money. Well, I know they're still losing. I mean, they're costing Postal us services. money every year. But I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> what percentage of their operating cost is is being paid for just from Netflix? Yeah, if Netflix folded up shot or just said, "Okay, no more, we're not, no more mail, no more DVDs." Yeah, how yeah. how big of a shot to the hip would that be to uh, the postal service? Well, let's see. They're going to lose about seven billion in the next year, so fifty million doesn't really add much to it. Uh, There's your answer. Well, you know, well, everything that comes in the mail, mostly Joe, anyway, is junk mail anyway. So, I mean, you got to figure, Joe. Most of that yeah. money that the USPS is making is through junk mail. All they got to do is eliminate Sad. Saturday Saturday delivery, and uh, they'll save a whole bunch of money. And they and you know they 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 want to do that, and like they have to go through a commission and Congress and all that crap. Here I have a quote from an article that I just caught on NewTV.com. Oh, give them a this plus. particular one straights. While DVD by mail is not growing as quickly as Netflix streaming video service, it still accounts for the majority of the firm's cost of goods sold. According to a presentation on the company's job site, Netflix expects its COGS to be $1.4 billion in 2010, with more than half of that going towards postage and handling. Wow. There's a statistic for you. I'll link this to you, and you can add this if you want. You know... One thing that they could always do, though, is they could just raise their rates by, what, 50 cents per user per month, a dollar per user per month, and I bet you they'd be fine. Yeah, but they'll get a lot of backlash for stuff like that. What, raising the rates 50 cents a month? Yeah. Uh, People are weird, honestly. I mean, they they will get a lot of backlash for something like that. Heck, I would pay almost twice as much, to be honest with you, um, for the streaming because it's actually (laughs) entertainment value. Don't tell them that. Don't tell them that. It would would make more sense for them to, to raise the cost of their accounts that are um, to raise it non you know non significantly on most of their accounts, but introduce a streaming only account for a slightly reduced sum. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that would it make does. more sense to me. Well, they they will be. I think they will be coming out with a streaming only account soon. I I think they're they really want to build up their catalog. It's getting there, but I, I think they really want to build it up with some, you know more current stuff. Well, you know, then bam, they'll yeah, have it. That you know, there was that article we covered. Last month or whatever it was about the their new deal with uh, coming out with movies quicker. Yeah, you know. Well, you know, could be a good. But shot a lot of movie them. studios though are they're, they're like, well, we still want to sell DVDs. You see, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna wait. We're gonna hold it back thirty days, and then we're gonna let you have Netflix. Yeah, that's what I they're gonna they do. Need, they need to improve their their streaming too. Get more 
streaming stuff. Well, the the problem with that the problem with that tie is they're limited on the movie studios, and and, yeah. and the thing is, the movie studios they don't really like Netflix. They don't even like Redbox because of the fact that you know with Redbox selling uh, DVDs for not selling but renting them for a buck a day. Uh, you know, they're not making the money off that. They they make the money off the retail sales. So right. what Netflix does is, well, crap, we want the new stuff, but the movie studios, they're threatening not to sell us the new stuff, so we're going to make an agreement. We won't put the new stuff out there for 30 days to give the movie studios a chance to buy or sell, I should say, the stuff to their customers, and then past that, then, okay, you can go ahead and do it. Yeah. One of the problems here also is um, Blockbuster just bit the dust or is biting the dust. Well, they're restructuring. Yeah, Hollywood Video yeah, has bit the dust, <laughs> yes. finally. Yes. It, it lasted bit the longer dust than, and then dug a deeper hole so it could bite it harder. It did. It bit <laughs> real hard in that movie gallery. Uh, the uh, Blockbuster has been putting in their own versions of the Redbox type thing in some retailers. I think Safeway, I saw one in and uh, even Roth's here locally. Um, because that's where it's going. It's you know you got mom and pops that are going to go and actually use and get the their videos from there. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be confusing to see how this all pans out. But I hope N- Netflix can actually. You no, know, yeah, you know what it is, Ty. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, um, sorry. No. Inside. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> what do you think, Chase? Do, do you think that? The streaming video is going to overcome the losses that they're going to incur. No, not yet, not yet. Because you got one one thing to realize is it, it takes high speed internet, and still by a percentage margin, uh, not a lot of people have the high speed. I mean, they have internet, but they're still. I think what was the last penetration numbers? All right, sorry, <laughs> I know, sorry. You had to to use that that word. Well, <laughs> why not? What 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 else can I use? Uh, <laughs> what's the last penetration numbers for like high speed internet across the country? Uh, no, penetration point. Penetration point. You know the saturation saturation. Pe- sat- <laughs> saturation point of high speed internet. And the other problem here to realize is you know we kind of talked about this last week with the whole net neutrality thing. Is you know with certain certain services like say for example Comcast you know they have bandwidth caps of two hundred fifty gigabytes uh, per month. Uh, you have other providers wanting to implement their own caps uh, and protect their uh, television interests because most of these internet providers are cable companies as well, and so they make their more money off of cable than they do off of streaming services. I think you're going to see a shift in the next five to ten years to streaming. Um, I mean, Netflix and you have Google TV, and you got all these providers setting themselves up for it, but they're they're going to the problem is they're going to get very. They're going to have a huge library of stuff. Uh, the people who have high speed internet will all be ready to go, but it's not ready to replace traditional media yet. And and then you have those uh, those diehards or, or those uh, nerds like some of us who like the high quality. Uh, you know they they like the 1080p content, high def. That takes even more bandwidth that a lot of people don't have. And, and, and by the way, one thing I want to add is it's a shame about Blockbuster, really, because they had an opportunity to oh, be first. They had an opportunity to be first in the streaming. They did. And they passed yeah. on it. No, yeah, they, they so did Hollywood Video. It. Yeah. Hollywood it's Video had a, had a chance to uh, buy uh, um, that Redbox thing and buy into that. And oh, they didn't. Yeah. And yeah. it killed them. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. You know, it's it's a shame. It's a shame. You know, but you know, hey, good for Redbox. Good for them. And I think isn't Redbox owned by owned by Coinstar? I, I want to say they are. You know, I don't know. I honestly don't know who owns Redbox. You know those little uh, those yeah. those places where you can get your change counted. <laughs> yeah, it's a subsidiary of Coinstar. It says, and Coinstar yeah. is in Bellevue. I'm not shocked to hear that, but yeah. So, and uh, ranked as the fifth largest DVD rental company by revenue in the United States wow. by the Merchant and Entertainment Merchant Association. So uh, they're pretty big, and yeah, they're owned by uh, by Coinstar. Yeah, very cool stuff. Good stuff. Uh, all right, uh, so there you go. There's all of our, our geek stuff for, for this week. Granted, there's probably thousands of other geek stories that we probably missed or didn't talk about. If there's anything you guys want to send our way, send us an email. GGRGeekGamerRadio.com is the email address, or you can just reply uh, or find us on Facebook or the website or whatever. We'll give you all the, the, the stuff to find us at the end of the show. Uh, talking about gaming news. So you guys probably know about Super Mario celebrating his 25th anniversary uh, last week. Well, Damn plumbers. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. What about that Luigi guy? Why does he get to bounce and jump schmuck. so much higher? I don't get that. Pull up his pants. I don't Pull, like that. I don't like it either. Big freaking nose. <laughs> anyway. It's the red box. Don't they just wear coveralls? They kind of do, yeah. They don't even wear that like slippers. Crack. Or, yeah, stupid crack. You know, kids and all that stuff. Anyway... Nintendo's going to be coming out with a 25th anniversary edition Wii. Uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to set you back about 250 bucks. It's going to be complete, uh, painted completely red, which is really nice, uh, and it will also come with the new Wii Remote Plus. So it'll have the built-in you know motion plus sensor built in right into the controller. It's all red. Not only that, but the console will come with built-in pre-installed a special uh, copy of the original Super Mario Brothers game. Uh, and so it's really nice. It's really cool. However, Japan only. <laughs> I bet you some. Li- I bet you some listeners like, oh my god, oh my god, I gotta get that. Gotta get. No, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. But you could probably import, uh, or just go to Japan and get it if you really there you, have it. There you go. You could fly. Japan's over. an awesome place to visit anyway. You might as well. Hey Joe, you want to go? Sure. Yeah, I'm, let- I'm good for that. We'll take a trip to Japan. Catherine doesn't want to take long tr- long trips with me. She doesn't. She doesn't want to do the plane ride. But she, she's fine. Then leave her here. <laughs> so, guys, the Wii was based on the uh, the Nintendo Cube, correct? Uh, not really based sort of. on the it. hardware is it related, is. but yeah. I mean, it's very related. It's actually. got ATI hardware. Don't forget that. Right. So your your the technology for that goes back what nine ten years now? Probably nine. I think it was two thousand one somewhere in there. Yep. So. So the Wii has been updated with a few little odds and ends, little gizmos here and there, right? Not really. The, so, the, the Wii Mote has, there, but... Yeah, the Wii Mote's got newer stuff, things like that. And it's still a pretty popular box, but why doesn't Japan... Why don't they want to sell this one in in, uh, in states? Don't we have a bigger market? Well, it's it's probably along those things as, you know, they always take care of their own first. You know, it's kind of like yeah, Microsoft... I would be shocked on that, yeah. Well, it's kind of like Microsoft coming out with special edition consoles here... And you, well, you pre-crashing software. You yeah. see them here, you know, like the special edition Black Ops Xbox 360, yeah. you know, things like that, you know. So, but yeah, this okay. is a really nice thing, though. It looks really cool. It does, but a can of Krylon, I could make it look pretty close on a white one too. So, wasn't there a service? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't there a service out there that would give you custom painted consoles yep. and stuff? No, oh, yeah, it's probably still out there somewhere. Somebody yeah, does it. There's a couple of out there, oh, which is really yeah. nice. 
I think the reason they're releasing these in Japan, I mean, Nintendo always releases stuff in Japan before they do the U.S. Uh, part of the big reason is the, the the market penetration that Nintendo has in Japan is way, way bigger than what they have in the U.S. Yeah. And even yeah. though there's a much bigger population, you know, or in, there is a larger population in the U.S., Japan's not that far behind. And if they, they, they probably sell to, you know, over 50, 60 percent of the population when they release something like this. So it makes sense. At least I think it makes good market sense for them to release it there rather than here. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you do what you do and it makes it simple and easy. But I bet you six months or 12 months from now, Joe, you're going to you're going to see it here. Probably something like maybe a red uh, it depends one. on how how um, uh, how uh, uh, well, I mean, they, how exclusive they want to make it. They did. They did. You know, like, remember, oh, the black one would never come out in the States. Oh, it's never going to come out here. And then what happens? It comes out here. You know. Well, right, but the the black one was just another console. It wasn't it wasn't a anniversary or a special edition console. You know, kind of like this is. Um, you know, I, if this is actually going to be a limited time thing, then it it probably won't be released here. Now, what's the the remember? What's our motto here on the show? We oh, don't, we don't buy anything special edition. Correct. Uh, Microsoft sucks. <laughs> oh, sorry. Different. Well, that too. Different no, motto. Uh, Google buy us. Uh, that's the other motto. <laughs> So, so we, now, one question I have though is: if you were to go to Japan and buy one of these, and then you bring it back here, mm-hmm. is the Wii region coded like the uh, PS3 and the Xboxes? I, in other words, if you buy a game in the U.S., will it play on a Japanese Wii? I do not know. Maybe a listener can let us know. Uh, I'm I'm trying to look it up right now, and I haven't been able to find anything uh, anything real significant about that. Other than apparently the stores are different, but that might be IP based. Uh. Good thing to know. I don't know. I want to know. Um, I'll, I'll look it up and, and report back. You can always mod your Wii. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, never. Sorry. No. <laughs> I, I didn't. I'm sorry. Next story. Hey, you guys, uh, speaking of new and exciting things, a company by the name of, you probably heard of this company, Panasonic. You know, they make TVs, VCRs, uh, other electronics. Well, you might remember that that they had a hand in the gaming industry about 15 years ago with a little console called the 3DO. Uh, when it came out, I believe it was the first ever disc-based console. Someone might need to correct me on this. Wikipedia probably would, uh, but you know they were 32-bit when it came out. I remember going after school to the mall to software, etc., and they had a. They had a, a kiosk, a, a Panasonic 3DO kiosk set up where you could play the 3DO. Well, obviously, that didn't make it because uh, when it came out, it was really expensive. It was like 500 bucks, I think, when it came out. Uh, but they're coming back. They're coming back into the gaming industry with a new little handheld console called The Jungle. It will be specifically designed for online gaming and MMOs. Uh, the jungle will feature a full QWERTY keyboard, dual D-pads, shoulder buttons, and a touchpad. Uh, the design resembles closely to the Game Boy Advance, and it will have a high-resolution display. It will also have uh, HDMI out as well, uh, and it will possibly incorporate some 3G networking, and it will be based on a Linux platform. Uh, opinions. Anybody got any? Well, there we go. All right, moving on. Uh, 3D train wreck. That's my only comment for well, it. I, well, I, I, I don't see him making inroads in the market right now. Well, here's a I qu- just don't. 
Well, here's a question. Then what? What possesses a company? I, I want to be in the heads of the minds of the guys in the boardroom of of Panasonic, and they go, "All right, all right, here, here, all right, you guys, hear me out, okay? I have an idea where I want to come out with this uh, handheld console, okay? It's gonna be great. It's gonna have a great high resolution screen. I don't know if they really talk like this, but yeah, it's their voice. Uh, it's gonna have a high resolution screen. It's gonna it's gonna be online. It's gonna have Linux. The kids love Linux." And then some, one guy in the in the in the room goes, uh, "What about the Game Boy?" Oh no, no, it's gonna be much better. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna sell. It's gonna be great. We'll call it we'll call it the Jungle. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I mean, what possesses a company to do this? Really? I don't know. I don't see any particular reason why you would want to blow money on these. Um, I mean, Sony put out the. Uh, why well, can't I remember the name? The PSP, and for a while there, it didn't sell very well, and I don't know how it's doing now. I, mm-hmm. I you guys may know better, but while I was selling them, they weren't that big of a deal uh, in the market share. Nintendo just kicked butt. Yeah. So why do you want to throw millions and billions of dollars at these? I, I, I know. don't quite get that. I mean, the the market is saturated. Okay, you got the DS, you got the DSi, you got the DSXL, XXL. Uh, you have uh, the iPhone, you got the iPad, and you have other mobile devices. Okay, so you have all these mobile... Pl- oh, don't forget the PSP. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, so you have all these things. And Panasonic thinks, okay, we're going to get involved? Is someone smoking crack? <laughs> you could smell it? Dang it. It's the guys that named it Jungle. It's, you know, <laughs> we're going to name it the Jungle. Yeah, it's a great idea. I mean, seriously, folks. Well, it won't last. One game has say. been confirmed for the console. It's called Battlestar Galactica Online. Hunt for the crack. I will. I will say this though. I will say this. I will give them this. Hey, they're trying to come out with an MMORPG that is handheld based, and you're connected. So for the for the people that are really hooked on MMORPGs, John, nope. you'll be able to play nope. on the road. Now, John. Yes. You play MMORPGs, so this 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 little beauty is right up your alley, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know you want the, you know you want the jungle. You want to get it in, get it in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you, you it, got you got jungle fever. That's what. No. <laughs> oh, you make it sound as if I'm a fiend for MMORPGs. I can't even say that stupid acronym. You are. Oh, hold yeah. on. Wait. Your, your lower third says so. You love MMORPGs. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, okay. And you yourself have never played any? I never said that. Okay. I never said that. I didn't say, I didn't say and I quote, I will never play, pay a monthly fee for a game. I never said that. Wait, who, wait, who said this? Who although, said that? Although, Chaser, do you pay a monthly fee for the MMORPG you're in? No, I don't. Yeah, and I why is that? <laughs> and, and <laughs> because you bought a lifetime membership that's, for the game that you no longer play. That's, well, no longer play is not true. When's the last time you logged in? Last week. Uh-huh. I did. You want to check? And how long did you stay logged in? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> half hour? Yeah, okay. How long did you play Eve on Saturday? Yesterday? Yeah, well, yeah, that's Saturday. That's Saturday. <laughs> um, actually, yeah. I say which Saturday, but 
Yesterday, um, I was gone until probably eight last night. Okay. So it wasn't until about two hours. All right. Cool. All right. All right. Well, so so there you have it, folks. The jungle. The jungle. Uh, console. I, I just want to say, I, I yeah. think actually this is, this is interesting. You know, we talk about how stupid are they for, to introduce this thing. But really, it makes a lot of sense. Um when there's something at the top of the market, something else has to come along to topple it eventually. Right now, Nintendo's at the top. If you develop something good enough that can get enough people to start using it, you will take over the market. I mean, look at, um, I mean, cell phones is a great example. How many people thought the Razer and, and the Motorola, those line of cell phones, were going to be the end-all, be-all phone for a fairly long period of time? And then the iPhone came out and everybody realized that smartphones were the way to go. So, I mean, it's it's the same sort of thing. It doesn't matter what's big right now. These companies need to be trying to innovate something that's going to be the next big thing. And that's that's how they're going to end up. Eventually, somebody will be successful, and they will displace the Game Boy. It's just going to, you know, take 30 or 40 tries. Yeah, I, I, but I don't see it happening with another handheld, though. I I see it possibly ha- happening on a mobile platform, mobile phone. You know, if, if, they were, if, this, if this device was to support WoW... I think that would would have it carry a huge following, um, because there are a lot of WoW players, and you know how addicted those WoW players are. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, honestly, I think that this is this is a good approach, and this has the potential to, to upset the Game Boy. They just have to market it right and have the right platform or the right games to to run on the platform. So, in marketing it as an as an MMO platform to begin with, that's a really really good approach. Yeah, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to isolate a specific market for it to do well or to even survive, anyway. So. Right. They need to come up with some some niche that they can fall into, and then once they have that mastered, they can expand from there and take over a lot more. Yeah. I so, I, it has potential. I'm. I'm not. I'm just saying we shouldn't just outright dismiss this, dismiss it. It does have some potential. Yeah. Um. But. You know, I, yeah. It, obviously, they're not. They're not making. They're not hopefully going to make the same mistakes that PSP made. So they won't be going that direction. But uh, you know, we'll just have to see. It, it's an interesting concept. Uh, you know, me making fun of the the executives earlier. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> I don't know. I mean, with so much else out there, Panasonic. Well, yeah, we're we're gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. I think we can do it. I, I don't know. I just don't see that happening. But hey. We'll see. We'll see. Um, let's see. I'm trying to remember. Um, did we talk? Did I talk about on live? I don't. I don't think I did. Uh, not yet. No. Yeah. On live. Okay. So on live is the online uh, gaming streaming service that allows you to play a library of games, and you don't have to install them to your computer at all. They are streamed to your computer over the internet, so you need a high speed connection. But allows you to uh, play a huge library of games. Uh, but the problem is, you know, so far not a lot of people have jumped on board yet. I've tried it. I'm actually a founding member, and uh, uh, you know, it's 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 interesting to say the least. It's it's pretty neat. If you haven't tried it, uh, check it out. But uh, now they announced back in March that the service would cost fourteen ninety five per month, and that's on top of the cost of the game that you would have to purchase. Uh, however, guess what? No longer. They got rid of the monthly charge, so there's no more. Um, and they are now off, also offering users access to demos. You can try any 
game on the service now, not just a select few. Uh, and they also have community uh, features. You can head over to their website, onlive.com, if you want to know more. Have you guys tried OnLive yet? No, I've tried it. It's, eh, it's okay. I guess it's okay if you don't have a great system and you want to play some high-graphic-type games and you have a high-speed internet connection. But past that point, it doesn't really interest me because I have a high-end system. But what do you guys think? Uh, John, did you check this out at all? or No. No. I was too busy playing my MMORPGGGGGGG. That's right, because you love MMORPGs. I don't want to make fun of you anymore, because every time I make fun of you, my system crashes. So <laughs> It's that kill. Bu- it's a remote kill button I have yeah, on here. That's what you're doing. <laughs> Joe, did you try online at all? Uh, I did, actually. I, have, uh, I, have, I was one of the founding people for it as well. Um, I have, uh, what is it, uh, Lesson in Gravity or whatever the heck that stupid game is on it that I got for free. That's the only reason I have it. Um, I thought it was interesting. It's kind of cool. If you have a slow system, yeah, I could see how it might be useful, but you have to have a fast internet connection to use it. Um, I actually got my access to it when I was in Hawaii and didn't have a fast internet connection, so I couldn't try it until after I got back. Um, but uh, I, it's cool, but not not that cool. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's a good idea. I can see why they want to, they want to push it. It it's sort of doing some of the same consolization to the PC, making it so you, it doesn't really matter what platform you have, you can still play the the latest and greatest games. Um, I honestly didn't notice much in the way of lag. I was really surprised about that. Um, but again, it's it's the sort of thing that it, yeah, if you have a decent system, there's not you, there's not a whole lot of need for something like this. All right. Ty, any 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 thoughts on this at all? Honestly, I don't know. I'm pretty neutral. I know no no real thoughts. You should try it on live.com. Nah, maybe yeah. I will. Maybe you should try it and we can talk about it next week as part of our a segment. Sounds good. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> now, uh, we we received uh, emails and feedback and we 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 do read stuff. And we'll get to the mailbag section here in a moment, but uh, one of the things that a lot of you guys have been uh, sending to us about is, hey, you know, you guys used to play games and then tell us about them. Like when John used to play a game that he didn't really like, like Forza. Yes. And, he, and, <laughs> and we didn't we loved how we talked about it. So we're going to bring that back. Um, I don't know if I want to still call it from the archives because I kind of like that name from the archives. Uh, but you know, it could be a current game or a past game, but we're going to, we're going to try to come up with a creative name for the segment and we're going to bring it back. Uh, so so I don't know what to call it. I liked it from the archives, you know, playing a game that we used to play or an older game that is in our libraries. Uh, maybe, maybe that, maybe that's like a, uh, something for the younger crowd to do <laughs> people who haven't maybe never played those games to review those ones and then and so then, that's your job you're the younger crowd you're the younger crowd you're the younger and then um and yeah and then i think just like even the small games like uh, the xbox live arcade games or the uh just even i would even say like flash games would be cool too just like whatever cool cool games are out there. But that's David's little, job. Maybe not cool games. Horrible games. It could be yeah, but game. it's hard to find David sometimes. Da- da- it's David, David, we love David. But sometimes he's just not there. Where's David? <laughs> Is David around? I don't see David. David. I don't see David. 
David's not. David's not listening either. I don't know if you guys heard about this. Bungie. Now, last week we talked about uh, five thousand gamers being kicked off of StarCraft Two, and because of cheating. Uh, but guess what? Bungie is going after fifteen thousand Halo cheaters uh, that exploited a challenge in the game to earn credits. Now, the credits allowed you to up up uh, upgrade your your character, and and so what they did was. Uh, Bungie has decided to take action, and uh, they went ahead and resetted their credits to zero. So what do you guys think? What do you guys think of Bungie going in there? And Well, this is a very interesting thing, because this was a bug. Okay, This was a bug that was in the game that was exploited by a lot of people. And so Bungie said, no, 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 and we're going to reset you. How do you feel? How do you guys feel about that? Well, tucked away in the uh, agreement that everybody had to click on when they installed the game, there was probably a little line that said, "We will not exploit any bugs found." It yeah. Or when they yeah. Well, I I think it's I I'm personally I think it's just ridiculous. I, I think it's stupid when everybody tries to. Everybody hates the people that try to do that. It's what's called boosting. Or whatever, there's a bunch of different terms for it where they try to essentially get with your buddies and you cheat to try to rank up your character quicker or try to do whatever faster. And it's just cheating. It's lame. I'm glad that they, they smack them down. It's not like they they ban their their accounts or anything. They just smack down the things that they were trying to cheat on and put them back down where they belong, down zero. It's not like they actually played the game more to or maybe they did i don't i don't really know how they ended up do, do you know how they cheated or how they ended up well they just they it? just took a advantage of an in-game exploit uh that uh, where's it that exploit what's that do you know do you know what that exploit was, was uh, it, like a- it, it sounds like it was network disconnecting starting a challenge and then doing something about yeah. disconnecting partway through it um but i according to the thing it they're the only people they're targeting are people who who did this more than 20 times repeatedly um, did it so it's you know uh, see I, i'm not sure here's but, here's and, go ahead joe i'm sorry well the apparently the credits because i was kind of curious because i didn't know what I, you know i don't play halo reach so i had no idea what the credits are the credits are apparently um the upgrade system in the game so as you progress through the game you know a lot of a lot of fps's have introduced a ranking system and so this is their ranking system. How you level through the game is by getting more credits. And uh, when you get credits, you can use those to buy upgraded armor and, and such things like that. So it's, it's you know, unlocks inside the game is what they're primarily for. I, yeah. I, I don't agree. And you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to play the devil's advocate. Sorry. Uh, okay. You don't agree with who? I, well, <laughs> I don't agree with the ban- banning of the users. Oh, they banned them, or oh, they, they haven't banned they, anyone. Well, I mean, uh, I'm sorry. They reset their uh, uh, the, the 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 credits. The credits. Yes. Okay. I and here's why. And I know I'm probably going to get shot for this, but I don't care. Um, I'm a big sports gamer. Okay. And I play. Uh, I've played Madden. I've played baseball games. Um, I played a lot of Madden, and this is like the first year I haven't actually bought Madden. Uh, I bought Madden last year. Are, are you okay, Chase? I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, the reason why I think this is okay is because every year 
in Madden, and this is why I don't play online much anymore, but you get the users out there who find the plays that are easy to exploit and always get a completion or always get that run and always get yardage or whatever the case may be. And they have the go-to play that you know that they know that the receiver is always open on no matter what or whatever the case may be. EA doesn't go in there and take away the wins and they don't take away the points that you've earned from that victory because you've exploited and, and you know you find that play. I see this happening in this instance where you have a user who, who, who found an exploit, okay? Yeah, now I do agree it's an unfair advantage, but I think what they what they need to do here is they need to fix the exploit and that's it. I mean yeah, it sucks that these 10,000, 15,000 users were able to exploit the system. Uh, but you know what? That That's really Bungie's fault for not thoroughly testing the game, I guess, right? I mean, and not having a good quality assurance. I think it happens with every online game. You know, everyone's trying to get an advantage to win. Yeah, but how... It just I'm sorry, I'm just like, kind yeah, of playing. You can't, I mean, bugs will show up. I mean, it's hard to test every you know, conceivable possibility of how an exploit will show up. I agree. But it also sends, uh, you know, not just, just patching it going, yeah, okay, whatever. You know, so these, you know, a quarter of the people just got some free, you know, level up points and is going to tra- kick the crap out of everybody that's trying to legitimately play the game. But, you know, it shows that, I mean, it's not so much that I think to the people that didn't exploit, it shows that Bungie cares. Right. I agree, John. Yeah, and I, I'm just, I don't know. Is, I think there's it's a better ridiculous. way. There's a, there's a better way to handle it. Sorry, go ahead. I, no, I was just saying there's a better way to handle it. But I, see, now these, you know, that means it's fifteen. Was it you say fifteen thousand people? Yeah, just got caught and spanked. It shows yeah. them that they can't get away <laughs> with crap in life and expect to, you know, skate away free. No, you don't take away their points. Maybe you ban them for a day. Why take away their points? Oh, I think that's worth. I think banning them is worth. For You're a day? Away. For a I day? Think, I think, well, yeah. I mean, because really, I mean, the, the, the whole point is to, the reason they have these systems set up where you want to be, uh, where they have these systems to upgrade your characters and, and to get extra cool things and, and whatever is by gaining experience points. And, and that's usually what they call them. And it's based off of experience. So it's really an incentive to try to get people to play the game more and to not play the game more, not to try to actually go out there and, and, you know, interact with more people and get your friends to play with you and and spend more time playing the game. It's 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 counterproductive. It's completely against the whole model of the whole the system for it so i think they did the right thing by taking away their points and just saying hey you know like it's just play the game now like instead of just disconnecting and connecting that's not playing the game what if someone had a a legitimate connection issue well then they got extremely lucky (laughs) no they didn't they 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 lost their their credits well, well, no, no, no. They're, they're, they're really, it's actually, the post is, is pretty clear on this. It says the post also stated that the ban was starting people who completed a challenge more than 20 times via internal intentional network manipulation. Those that have received the punish, punishment all have the telltale behavior recorded. So if you, if you happened upon this and, it, and you did it one time on accident, didn't realize what it was or, or you know, didn't realize that it was, it was a hack like this or a cheat, they weren't going to touch you. 
You know, if it was a, a, a coincidental thing, they're not going to do anything to you. You have to have done this 20 times or more in order for them yeah. to have any to do anything to you. And I think if you had if you've done this 20 times, you're probably not doing it on accident by the 19th or 20th time. And if they sit there and they see your only disconnect is on this one mission or whatever and you don't but the rest of the time you play is fine, well then, duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think Bungie is doing the right thing here. I think that if they hadn't done if all they had said was, well, there's a cheat in the game and we fixed it. And the people who did it, you know, bad on you, you shouldn't have done it, but we're not going to do anything for you. I think uh, that would have sent the wrong message to those people. Those people would have said, well, okay, so they caught us. They know that we did it, but since there's no repercussion, we can do it. You know, next time somebody finds one, we can just go ahead and do it because nothing will happen to us. Right. Uh, well, you know, that's I mean, same thing happened back with, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, back with TF2, um, where people had figured out how to, how to go through and get these unlocks. They'd created servers that would allow them to get unlocks. And Valve took the same kind of approach that you're advocating, Chase. They didn't take those unlocks away from people. What they did was reward everyone who didn't do that. Right. And, yeah, the- and Bungie could have gone that route. But honestly, in, in an environment like Xbox, where most of the people playing it already aren't, um, you know, they're not necessarily society's best. Uh, <laughs> You know, you're, you're not going to be able to shame people into playing properly. You're going to have to do something that actually has some consequences. Yeah, no, I'm not. I want this to be abundantly right. clear here. I'm not saying that there, there shouldn't <laughs> be consequences, okay? I, I want to be a very, very clear on this point. I'm just thinking there's a better way. I, I don't know. I, I mean, taking away points, I mean. Wow. Well, they've taken away illegitimately earned credits, and so what? So they go into the system and they they can see which points were earned through certain methods and not through others. Like because I if I read this article the way I read it, they resetted those points down to zero. Um, well, if the if the, the the points that they illegally or illegally so so what, no, what I'm what I'm saying is let's, no that's what I want that's you. what I want to know because I, I the way I read this article I thought that they lost all their points. It, it says we are in the process of applying credit resets to approximately 15,000 users. That's what I said, resets. Yeah, so yeah, what I if what fine. if they had 20,000 points, okay, and then they found this exploit? Do you lose everything? I, I guess so. See, and that's... that's well, I mean, but that just, that just goes to show you, don't... Don't do these kind of things. But why I mean, just the, the guy who found it initially yeah. and did it and you know did it on accident and realized that he could exploit the system? I can understand him not, you know, being upset about about having a, a reaction as long as he didn't abuse it. But it's everybody who read about it online and then started doing it. Those are the people who knew they were doing something they shouldn't be doing. They knew they were cheating. They knew they were trying to break the system. Those are the people who deserve to get these resets done to them. Yeah, and I'm the not, bigger and the yeah. bigger picture is is that it ruins the, the the experience for other people who actually do play for it real, does, yeah. and that's and that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to kind of like they're tr- give everybody else kind of a a look we're on the same team like we don't like these people either because it it sucks it sucks that you know see that people are breaking up when they're not even playing the game right it, yeah. it's not fun to watch no it's no not I, fun. I agree ruins- I I'm, I'm I just I just I agree, I agree, I agree, I agree with with that. We need, there needs to be punishment. I'm just I'm just saying that I I am more I am more, uh, more in the in the camp of you should uh, ban them uh, for a set amount of time, uh, maybe 
for the, the time it took them to do the exploit, I say you ban them for the same amount of time. Uh, restrict them from uh, actually playing the game. Punish them. For, you know, be more severe with it, I, I think. See, I think that that's bad. I think that comes into another whole, like a, another debated thing. It's like that... I think it should be their right to play the game, and that's really what they want people to do. Is they want people to actually play the game. You should be playing the game. You can play the game however you want. You can try to rank up by using one gun more than the other gun, or by trying to go and sticky nade people enough times that you get more experience points or whatever they call it. I haven't played um, Reach yet, but. However they do it, you, there's different ways that you can try to achieve those different goals, but that's actually through playing the game. And that's what they want you to do is actually play the game. And these people are trying to not play the game, and they're trying to disconnect and connect to get these to get the, 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 these points or whatever. And so I think by banning them, you're doing, it would be kind of counterproductive. They want people to play. So banning them is just like saying, you know, that don't play. I, I, yeah. I think they're doing the right thing. I think they're saying, here, play, play right now. Now you have a chance to go and actually play the game instead of wasting all your time sitting and disconnecting and reconnecting. Yeah, no, I... I know you're playing devil, Devil's Advocate. A little Jay, bit, yeah. But. No, I, <laughs> no I, I agree that the gamer should be punished for taking advantage of the exploit. Because, you know, with my Madden example, I mean, believe me, it's so frustrating oh, to, play, to play against somebody who's exploiting the system you know, it doesn't make it fun. Um, I understand that. I, but, I go ahead, John. You don't talk, so yeah. go ahead. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You know, just giving them. You know, a one day. Um, you know, maybe it took them a day to kind of weed stuff through. That's why they just banned them for a day. But uh, you know, if they just banned them for a day or two, I mean, to the per- to that player, it probably would have been worth not being able to play for a day or two. No, no. What I meant, well, what I mean is an actual day. So if it took them. Uh, let's say it took them actually 24 full hours to be banned. Mm-hmm. You have to wait for that clock to go down 24 full hours. You can't just go one full day on the calendar. I mean, online 24-hour time. Yeah. So I don't know. But it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I, I think the gamers should be punished. Uh, I, I think that uh, it's wrong to exploit the system. I just, uh, I don't know. I just... I mean, what if a user had 100,000 credits and then, oh, my God, there's this real quick, easy way, and then they lose everything? You know, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that, that's a hard part. That is a yeah. tough thing to, to kind of debate. But I don't know. I think it's, yeah. I think it's fun. I think yeah. everybody puts a big smile on the face of the people who play fair. Yeah. <laughs> well, or, or the people who say, oh, man, good, good thing they haven't found this exploit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so who knows? But it's an interesting argument, no, and I appreciate going back and forth, with you guys, about it. I mean, it's just we we all agree we don't like cheating in games, um, and you know, especially for the users on the Xbox Live service, you know, they pay a monthly fee uh, to have that uh, assurance that there is no cheating happening. So yeah. uh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm a supporter of that. Uh, final story in the gaming category tonight. And, uh, of course, we have to talk about it because it's the biggest game that's out there right now, and everyone's playing it. Hell, I bet you Joe is playing it right now as we speak, and that game is called Minecraft. No, I, I actually I didn't close it, it right, right before we started the episode. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I was playing it all the way up through the preparation. So. Now, Minecraft... Uh, oh, now, I thought you said mine, Minecraft. Not Minecraft. Uh, no, mine, but it might as well be. Might as well be. Now, Joe, uh, for maybe a new listener, again... Uh, can you give us a brief uh, synopsis of what Minecraft is? Okay. 
So uh, the basis of Minecraft is uh, when you start the game, you hop in, you hop in, you jump into a randomly created world with nothing. Your only goal for the first night is to survive because at night monsters come out. They explode. They eat you. They fire arrows at you. Nothing is good. So you have to figure out how to survive, whether it's dig a hole, cut down a tree, build a door, um, you know, whatever. You have to figure out how to survive the first night. After you make it through the first night, probably about the first three nights, then you can start doing more things because then you'll at that point you should have weapons. You should have other things. So you but you build everything you need. So. Great example of that for the first night. Uh, here's the the big the big hint: go cut down a tree. <laughs> Once you have the tree, you have the logs out of the tree. You can turn that into lumber. Once you have the lumber, you can build a crafting desk. Once you have the crafting desk, you can use the lumber to turn into sticks. Once you turn those sticks into once you turn that lumber into sticks, you can use the sticks with some of the lumber to build a pickaxe. Once you have a pickaxe, you can dig into a rock wall. Once you have the rock wall, you can build a better pickaxe using the rock instead of the lumber. Anyway, you get the idea of where this goes. All the way up to the point where you're building a complete roller coaster or a minecart system using <laughs> rails made of steel. And why is this so much fun? I mean, that's that's I, I, I now I haven't really played it yet because I tried to play it that one day and it just wasn't working. What's the big deal? Why? You know what? It's it's really hard to explain, but it's one of those. It's it's the ultimate sandbox game. I think is what it comes down to. That um, you can do almost anything you want. So like That's earlier awesome. earlier today, what I was working on when we were prepping for the show is I was actually building a water elevator uh, towards to one of my uh, my deep pit areas. <laughs> so you you literally hop in a boat and you can ride a waterfall down and fall down a deep deep hole, and then the boat will go back into the waterfall and go straight back up the other side. That's awesome. Now, so, so and I, people have done other really amazing things. People have recreated uh, the Enterprise or the framework for the Enterprise. Uh, I just saw somebody actually finished a uh, Enterprise A, so the the movie series Enterprise from the uh, from the old original movies. Um, probably the most impressive thing I've seen finished so far is somebody actually recreated Rapture from Bioshock in Minecraft underwater. Wow. So I, I mean, it's it's well, really amazing. My my my, real, my question because I I don't know a, a thing about it at all zero at all just your description just now but um what kind is it like is it kind of like a gary's mod type thing is it like a first person or is it like a there it's like i have it's first person but it's not it, it doesn't have the physics base that gary's mod does you know gary's oh, okay. mod is really more about manipulating the half-life right. physics engine right um and in this case it's it's really nothing with that it's it's all to do with uh, you you the reason it's called mine or Minecraft is the mine part of it is you're digging a hole to find materials that you can use to build better things, whether that's iron, ah. diamond, uh, stuff like that. So okay, uh, I thought I said mind, like with your mind. No, 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 M I N E, Minecraft. So yes. then the other part of that is the craft, and the craft is that obviously you craft things. So you build the pickaxes that you need, you build the rail tracks, you build the boats, you build with the things that you want to have in the boat in the game. So and it is a ultimate destructible terrain. Everything in the everything in the uh, entire world, you could actually tear apart and rebuild. So if if you the everything in the world, if if you see a mountain, you actually could gather enough materials and with enough time, you could build an exact replica of that mountain in the game. Hmm. So you can grow trees, you can grow flowers, you can all that kind of stuff. Everything, but is it's in not physics based. It's not physics based. There's not. There is some gravity on a few blocks, but not really. 
uh, you the know, same it, level of it. It was how how did how does it go about like building, like I don't I'm trying to visualize how you build things or how you craft stuff. Well, to craft things, uh, so uh, uh, the pickaxe is a great example. Um, when you when you have the sticks and to so you cut down a tree, you drag the the logs that you get from the tree into your crafting window. And it, you can turn them into uh, lumber, into finished, you know, like like boards. Right, lumber. Right. So then you take those the lumber, and if you take two of those lumbers and you put them in your crafting window, one on top of the other, you can turn those into sticks. And if you take those sticks, you take two of those sticks and put, stack them on top of each other in your crafting window. And and the crafting window on the on the crafting benches is a three by three square, so you have up to nine squares you can build. You build a stick in the middle, going from the bottom square to the middle square. And then across the top is where you put in three lumbers. In the, think of it as the shape of a pickaxe, right? You have the handle going vertically, and then you have the, the blade across the top. When you do that, it will create a pickaxe for you. You can, right click, you can click on the right-hand side, you grab the pickaxe out of there, and then you can use it however you need to. You, also, you can create a shovel the same way, instead of, but instead of building a, a, a cross on the top, you know, having all three blocks filled, you just fill the center one. Now you have a shovel. If you want a, uh, a device... Um, uh, you know, like a hoe for for gardening, you only build one side or the other. You don't have to go all the way across, but that'll get you a hoe. So you, that kind of gives you an idea of how the crafting works. The ladder is the same way. You build the shape of a ladder, and it will have a ladder. That's pretty cool. So it, it is a really, really cool game. It is uh, Some of the crafting is really intuitive. Some of the more advanced stuff you have to look on, you know, you really have to either try a lot of different things or look online and, of course, look through the cheat sheets for that. Um, but one of the coolest things about it is uh, they have a full multiplayer server, so you can have you know twenty some odd people in one world, all sharing the space together, either building things, cooperating together, and building things, or or you know uh, that Fighting. that sort of thing. It's but it is a, it is a lot of fun. Now, go ahead. Uh, I would say now, kind of explain the uh, actual look of the game as far as the graphics. Everything is a cube. Well, I mean, like actually, cause uh, when I looked at it, I goes, like, "Hey, look! It looks like uh, when I was at your when we were at your place last weekend. Yeah. It um almost had that kind of that that sixteen bit graphics look to it. It it does to some degree. Everything is a cube. There are kits to uh, do better textures on the cubes, but everything is a cube. But the big thing about it is it does have live rendered lighting, so all the lighting is generated on the fly. Um, you know, shadows and stuff like that. So I mean, it has some advanced features. the The whole game is built in Java and uses OpenGL as the rendering engine. So I, it it is the nice thing about it being Java and OpenGL is of course it's cross platform. So the same the same jar file will work in Windows, that'll work in Mac, that'll work on Linux. I uh, which leads me into this article, uh, not really an article, but uh, this uh, posting that was made over on unrealitymag.com of the uh, a gallery of the best Minecraft creations to date. Now they are missing the Enterprise creations. Uh, but these are just in, in, uh, incredible. Uh, you have Underdog. You have an advertisement for Shaun of the Dead. Uh, Optimus Prime. Okay. Uh, Cammy from Street Fighter with something. Uh, no, I'm sorry. That's Psylocke from, um, from X-Men. Uh, and then you have uh, Pokemon. You have Pedal Bear. The Nintendo uh, logo, uh, the Nintendo 3D logo, Nintendo 64. The, uh, the uh, Nintendo, um, not the GameCube, the N64 logo. Yeah, uh, then you got Mega Man, Mario. Uh, then you have uh, characters from Link, uh, a Humvee. <laughs> uh, 
uh, Hadouken. Uh, I mean, just incredible characters. A huge, you got dojos, castles, a companion cube, uh, even um, a 9-11 model of the Twin Towers and a plane about to hit them. I mean, just, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> every so. gambit of stuff. Um, so it's something that I'm, I'm I, you know what, I, I'll tell you what, uh, for, for my thing, so Ty's got to try on live, okay? okay? For me, I will try uh, Minecraft. That will be my assignment this week. I will give it a shot. And let you guys let you guys know what you think or what I think, because it's very interesting. I don't know uh, why there's such big hoopla over it, but I'm gonna give it a shot. What about you, John? You gonna give it a shot? It's come on. Is it an MMORPG? <laughs> uh, and it is it a way? There are other people playing it. Uh, I have a server set up on my computer that I can give you guys, or on, on my home network, that you guys can log into and play if you want to. Okay. Well, that's what I'll do, Joe. So I'm going to give it a shot. Give Minecraft a shot. So there we go. Uh, all right. So games coming out this week. If you're a big fan of games like we are, we always like to talk about the games that are coming out this week. These are not necessarily endorsements of games, uh, but games nevertheless, and we all like to game. Uh, coming out for the PC this week, a huge list of titles. Um, so PC gaming is still very strong. Uh, you got Arcania, Gothic 4, uh, Borderlands Game of the Year Edition. Uh, usually it is a, basically a re-release, but probably at a cheaper price. Uh, you have Dragon Age Origins, the Ultimate Edition. Uh, you have a EverQuest title, EverQuest House of Thule. Lego Universe, which is an MMORPG, which I actually got to see at PAX, which is really cool. It's kind of it's for kids, and you can set it up into a kid safe mode, uh, so it's really neat. Also, you have Lost Planet Two, uh, Painkiller Pandemonium, and one big title that we've been talking about is Medal of Honor, uh, and that will be coming out this week as well. Uh, Joe, why don't you tell us what's coming out for the PlayStation Three? So on the PS3, we have uh, Borderlands Game of the Year Edition again. Uh, we have the most anticipated Disney Sing It party hits. Yes! <laughs> yes! I knew Chase was going to be all over that one. Yes. Uh, Dragon Age Origins, uh, Origins sorry, Ultimate <laughs> Edition once again. Uh, that is a... Um, I, uh, that's the compilation. includes all the DLC and stuff like that, I believe. Uh Luca Libre, AAA Heroes of the Ring. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, Joe. You got to say this. It's Lucha Libre. Right. What Chase said. Actually, check that out. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to guess it has something to do with Mexican wrestling, but I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, Metal, yes, it does. Medal of Honor. Yes. Um, all editions are coming out for that. Limited Lucha edition. I'm sure there's like... Exclusive content on the PS3. Um, uh, Sengoku Basara, Samurai Heroes coming out for the PS3, and Uncharted 2 Among Thieves Game of the Year Edition in case you didn't buy it the first time around or, like me, bought it and never played it. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> nice. Uh, coming out for the Xbox 360, uh, pretty much all the same previous titles. Uh, Arcania, uh, Borderlands, Dragon Age, Lucha Libre is coming out, and Medal of Honor. Also coming out for the Nintendo Wii uh, pretty much the same titles, but you always get those Wii unique <laughs> titles as well. 
you got a title uh, that's very interesting. It, it's a hunting title. Uh, you know, you're hunting deers and quail and bucks and all that. It's called Canada Hunt. Canada oh, you're hunts. hunting animals in that? Yes. Oh. <laughs> not, not Canadians. I was I was hoping. <laughs> I had my hope up for, uh, you know, f- hunting down, you know, Quebecians and stuff like that. No, it's, well, it's, actually, some Canadians would probably be right behind you on that one, Joe. Oh, but, I know. I know yeah, they would be. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I do want to say, uh, as we're recording this on uh, Sunday the 10th, uh, that tomorrow, uh, the 11th, is Thanksgiving Day in, in Canada. So happy Thanksgiving to, to all of our Canadian neighbors to the north. Um, wow. Also coming out as well for the Wii, you got uh, the Disney Sing It Party Hits. Uh, a really cool game that I actually have on my main cabinet, Dragon's Lair. Uh, they're coming out with Dragon's Lair Trilogy, so all the three Dragon's Lair, like the Space Ace, uh, Dragon's Lair 1 and 2, uh, all that fun stuff is coming out for the Wii. Uh, you also have uh, Rihanna Just Dance 2. Uh, Lucha Libre is coming out as well for the Wii. Uh, Sled Shred featuring the Jamaican bobsled team. Have we reached an all-time low for Wii games? I don't think so. We're getting close. Uh, Sengoku Basara Samurai Heroes. <laughs> and Zuzu- oh, you butchered that one. I know. And <laughs> Zuzu Pets featuring the Wild Bunch. Why does the Wii get crap? Why? Hunted by the Canadian hunt. That's right. <laughs> well, aren't aren't the, the uh, Zuzus um, some kind of real-life pet thingy? Kind of like modern-day... Um, I don't know, fake little pets. I don't know, like Beanie Babies or something. I don't even know. I'm not. I I, I don't know. Thing, so uh, someone someone needs to help us out on that. Yeah, one. someone really. We should we should at least have someone who has a kid on here so that they can tell us all the cool little kid things that are going on. I mean, I could probably download some of the Wii stuff and and try them and delete them real quick. I know Nintendo loves to hear that, but mm, yeah. I don't know. I might have to get this uh, sled shred Jamaican bobsled team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do that, Joe. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. uh, Oh, boy. Uh, Coming out for the Nintendo DS, you have Lufa, or Luifa, I don't know. Lufia. 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 Curse of the Sinstrels. My Baby baby 3 and and friends. Friends. Oh, man. They were special friends. Hold That's on. That's why babies three. Then you got Solitaire Overload Plus. Oh, man. Not only is it overloaded. It's, it's Overload Plus. plus. <laughs> and on the SC box, there is. The if you look at the box, it says almost unlimited play. Almost. almost. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Oh, oh, if it wasn't for the fact that we're going to charge you, it would be unlimited. <laughs> Oh, uh, boy, it gets better. We got Super Scribblenauts. <laughs> hey, don't be knocking on the Scribblenauts, actually. I'm not. I just... I just, okay. I just you know. That's not a bad game. And you it's got Zuzu Pets Kung Zoo. Kung, are those gerbils? Yeah, yeah. Zuzu Pets are going to yes. Kung Zoo each other. Uh, and we got two titles coming out for the PSP this week. We got Invisimals <laughs> and Luce Rive Triple A Heroes of the Ring as well. How come they didn't come out on the uh, the DS? Yeah, they had every other platform. It looks actually kind of fun. I don't know. I haven't seen too much gameplay, but it looks looks kind of neat. Yeah, I want to see them cross. I've, I've actually heard right. good things about Lego Universe coming out on the PC too. I've heard actually really good things. About well, that. I, I got to play that Lego games. I got to good. play that at PAX, and it's it wasn't so bad. It was definitely still very very beta. Uh, mm-hmm. But I but I got to to try it out and it was cool. It was nice. Well, it's a Lego MMO. So yeah. uh, John, are you going to be picking that uh, up? Soon? Uh, 
No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is coming from the same guy who said no to any MMORPG that he had to pay for. So Stuff it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'm sorry, John. You're, you're my best friend. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Where's that kill button? Don't, no, don't that do kill, it. <laughs> where's that kill button? Die, machine, die. Uh, now. We, uh, we gladly take your emails. You can send them our way. Uh, the mailbag is ggr at geekgamerradio.com is the email address. ggr at geekgamerradio.com. You could also send us a voicemail. Uh, with any question or comment, voicemails are great because we get to hear from you. Uh, you can call us at 360-474-5123. That's 360-474-5123. But if you don't want to pay for the call, you can ho- head over to a website, geekgamerradio.com, and on the right-hand side of the page is a Google Call Me uh, widget where Google will call you. You pick up the phone, and you leave us a message. So you don't even have to pay for it, which is really That's cool. pretty cool. Uh, is there any way they can text us? We don't. Uh, can't, uh, can't receive texts. Well, we should try to figure out a way that people can text us. That would be pretty cool. That would be interesting. It's called IRC. It's called IRC. <laughs> uh, I mean real life people. Real. <laughs> not bots. Uh, but we do get emails the, the old-fashioned way, like I said, at ggr at geekgamerradio.com, and we... Uh, our, our our email highlight of the week uh, comes to us from Andy in New York City, and here's what he writes. Hey, GGR, I just want to say I highly enjoy your show. I just got back into gaming after almost a decade hiatus, and the show has been a great catalyst for that. Just started listening to the PC Gamer podcast. Boo. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm <laughs> It's okay. Just started listening to the PC Gamer podcast as well, but noticed right away it doesn't have the same fun. Informed, yes, casual cast and humor that your show provides. Well, thanks. <laughs> I can't help but laugh out loud with you guys, but never the PC Gamer editors. I guess they must don't have any humor. Maybe it's the demise of the computer gaming world that left me a little miffed. Quick question or suggestion. Is there a single page on your website that lists all the past GGR podcasts? If not, I think it would be a great addition for people like myself who would like an easy way to listen to your podcasts and archives in one place. Uh, also, after rave reviews of Minecraft from both GGR and PC Gamer Podcast, I will be taking the plunge tonight. Please do not stop talking about this game. Even if I end up hating it, the ideas behind it are fantastic. Cheers, Andy from New York City. Well, thanks, Andy, for writing us. And for writing us, you will receive this... Oh, wait. Uh, I'm sorry. We don't have anything... <laughs> <laughs> You'll receive a mention on the show. That's right. You you are mentioned on the show. <laughs> you, you know how like you write into something, and if they read your your question or comment on the air, you win a free T shirt or something. Yeah, no. you too can. No, no, not that. No, no, not that. <laughs> stapler. A, no, no, not the stapler. I need that. It's a swing line, even. I uh, no, no. Hand, hand me that SLI bridge. The really crappy one, right there. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Hand me that one. Okay. You, too, could win this SLI bridge. All right. It's upside down. <laughs> it's upside down. There you go. From <laughs> Asus. All right. Um, no, but seriously, Andy, thanks for writing in. Uh, first off, to address your suggestion question, just added the archives to the website where you can find and see all of our past shows 
for uh, Control F12 and uh, the Hoser Chat show that we did. So go to geekgamerradio.com to the top edge of the page. You will see a little archives link. Click on that, and you'll see all 90 of our previous episodes with a link that will actually take you back and help you find all the previous shows that we did here as well uh, for Geek Gamer Weekly. So you can find that. So there you go. And, of course, soon we'll have a uh, totally redone site that will be glorious and have everything that you can ever imagine, right? Right. That's right. Yes, yes of yes. course. Yes. Woot. Which, you know, in the meantime, you know, we, we, uh, we do what we can with what we have, and, you know, it works, but we want to move into the 21st century. I'm still stuck in the 20th, unfortunately. <laughs> so, um. We, we do have one segment that I'm bringing back, and I'm bringing it back right now. It's the Plug of the Week segment. It gives our panelists and people who write in a chance to plug what they want to plug. So if there's anything you want to plug, and you know, by the way, we're on the Boxy Box, we're on the Roku, you know, we're on video, we're everywhere. So if there's anything you want to plug, it could be a picture, it could be a video, it could be an audio clip, uh, it could be you singing, or anything, as long as you're good, let us know. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, so anyway, uh, it's time to plug. And John, you're up first. If there's anything you want to plug? Just just to do this to you, just to be mean. www.eveonline.com. Oh <laughs> Can't believe he just did that. <laughs> just did it. <laughs> yes. All right, John Kessler. I love MMORPGs. All right. No. I- <laughs> you do. You do now. You do. Joe Falby. Joe, you got a plug? Uh, I'll go with Minecraft. I still think it's a great game. Everybody should give it at least a try. And the website for that is? Minecraft.net. .net. .net. And that's Minecraft. Not Mindcrack or Mindcraft or any of the others. M-I-N-E-C-R-A-F-T dot net. All right. Ty, uh, Colwell, any... uh, (laughs) Nice head snap. Any plug? (laughs) Um, let's see. I, I, I've been playing a lot of Dead Rising 2, um, when I've had, I guess not a lot of Dead Rising 2, but I've been playing Dead Rising 2 in the time that I have had free. But, uh, I guess another shameless plug would be for Death Via Kitten, who may be a, um, somebody who gives us the, the 411 on com and what the, what she thinks about it as she talked to me earlier during the show. So maybe um, we'll talk to her and see what she thinks. And so. you're gonna and you're gonna hook up live on the air, right? No, no, we're not. No, okay. <laughs> I don't think your girlfriend would appreciate that. No, she wouldn't. She Thanks, wouldn't. Chase. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I I want to uh, plug the Vancouver Regional Pinball Association. Uh, you can find them at vrpa.ca. I'm a proud member of them. Uh, I'm a big pinball guy. I like playing pinball. And uh, uh, Kyle, uh, another Kyle, his name's Kyle Seller, and he's, uh, I believe, the founder of, of the club. And he's also working on a pinball machine for me right now. It's called Funhouse. It's it's the one with the the talking head in the pinball table. You know, he, tar- he, he yaps at you. Just do a search on YouTube for Funhouse if you don't know what I'm talking about. But anyway, he's working on a machine for me that I hope to have in my garage very soon. So, yes, those are the plugs. Um, as always, you can find us on our website, geekgamerradio.com. That is our home website, and you can find all of our past shows, video reviews, 
you name it, you can find it there. We are uh, proudly on the iTunes store. You can find us in both video and audio form. So if you want to watch the show or listen to the show, you can find us there. You can also find us on the Zune Marketplace. Just do a search for Geek Gamer Radio. Um, and, or I'm sorry, Geek Gamer Weekly. Either way, you'll find us. Uh, and you can also find us on the Roku uh, under the Tech Podcast channel. Just go to Tech Podcast channel and then go to the gaming section. And you can also find us in on the Roku box. Uh, I'm sorry, I said that. Uh, you can find us on the Poxy box. And I'm mm. slipping. Uh, but you can find us in a whole uh, different list of places. We're also on Facebook. You can follow us there. We're also on Twitter, which is at Radio RGG Weekly. God, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Oh, at GG Weekly. Uh, and you can also uh, find us on Facebook, like I said, and on Twitter. And if you don't remember anything I said, just head over to our website, and you'll see a Facebook button at the bottom there. You also find a Twitter button at the bottom there. So we're everywhere. Uh, and we'll also have a Steam gaming group where also a lot of us are on Xbox Live. Uh, you know, we love the game with you guys, and we hope to bring back our community gaming night where you can game with us and just hang out and talk games. We'll open up the Skype channel, and you can just jump right in. And so that's about it. Uh, anything uh, uh, you guys want to say before we say goodbye? No, not necessarily. All right. Joe, anything? Mm. Um, I'm good. Minecraft. Minecraft. Yeah, we'll see you in the collective, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. See you in the collective. <laughs> uh, but I, I do want to say uh, a special thanks to Mr. Kyle Rumley. He had to cut out a little bit earlier. Uh, so that's why you haven't seen him for the last part of the show. You're like, cheers. Gee, why did you guys stop talking to Kyle? No, just we, weren't igno- we weren't ignoring him, uh, but he did have to go. So uh, we appreciate uh, Kyle Rumley for being on the show. Uh, we also appreciate Mr. Joe Falby, uh, our, our resident... Uh, Borg recruiter, um, you know he's uh, always trying to get people into his collective and the Minecraft collective, and he likes that very much. Yep, definitely. <laughs> uh, also, our our graphics guy and our soon to be website redesigner guy from sunny San Diego, Mr. Ty, Mr. Ty Caldwell. Thanks, Mr. Ty. Appreciate you having me uh, again. My pleasure. More Thank at you. more at four frames per second, which is nice. Yes, very nice. We, we I miss like your, having a real life feeling. We miss your dog, where, wherever your dog is. Yeah, she wants to go outside real bad. She's been bugging me. And as always, our buddy, our friend, our guy who loves MMORPGs, Mr. John Kessler. <laughs> hey, hey, your lower third blocked that. <laughs> How convenient. Ah, uh, yes, yes. All right. And my name is Chase News. Thanks again for joining us, everybody. We really appreciate you watching and listening. Tell a friend. We'd appreciate that, too. And as always, we end the show each week, each and every way, the same way. Why don't you say goodnight, Gracie? Goodnight, Gracie. See you guys next week. Bob Second. <laughs>